Dear listener, it is right here where I want you to envision what a feast may have looked like during moderate times. Try to envision in your mind walking through a banquet hall, hearing the sounds of loud instruments playing music for people people that are dancing and clapping their hands hear the sounds of the tambourines hear the cymbals the flute the harp take a look now around this room and gaze at a table filled with food sitting on the table next to the food is also a choice of best drinks <laughs> take another look around this table notice the amount of chairs that you see chairs decorated with designer seat cloths mmm those chairs dear listener in these next few moments I want to walk you through my main points for our text subject, a seat at the feast. I want to read Exodus chapter five, verses one through two. Verse one reads this way. Afterward, Moses and Aaron went and said to Pharaoh, Thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, let my people go that they may hold a feast to me in the wilderness. Verse number two. But Pharaoh said, who is the Lord that I should obey his voice and let Israel go? I do not know the Lord. And moreover, I will not let Israel go. Now, I want you to jump back to verse number one and take a look at a particular phrase within verse one. Verse one has a phrase that reads that they may hold a feast to me in the wilderness. Now, I need you to underline and separate this phrase from the rest of verse one. When we see the word feast, this word describes a celebration, a banquet festival. And in biblical times, the word feast was a festivity of divine and God honoring Thanksgiving celebration. This word feast describes the meaning of a party. Uh, it's a banquet celebration. As we see the wording that they may hold a feast, that is a verb tense that describes action. It's describing people partaking in a party. <laughs> What the Lord was telling us, dear listener, 
is that he was planning a party in which Pharaoh was not invited. (laughs) Yes, Pharaoh was not invited. Rather, the invite went to Israel and not Pharaoh. Let's look at the reason as to why God wants Pharaoh to not be there and rather give the invite to the children of God. When we see this phrase and we look at the verb tense, which describes action in the text, that they, they is describing the children of Israel. And the next part of that phrase, may hold a feast, is describing how Israel was going to participate in the feast. (laughs) Yeah, because what we're seeing here is that hold a feast is describing not only the person who participates, not only the person who attends, but it's the person who actually hosts the feast. (laughs) So what God is saying is that Israel is being invited to the feast. Not only are they being invited, but they're being invited to also host the feast. (laughs) Their attendance was mandatory. Uh, God was saying here that I want this feast to be held but held at the hosting of my children. (laughs) And and this is something that we have to pay close attention to uh, because the fact that Israel had the invitation, which was mandatory to attend uh, the feast, this gives me my first point for the title text, A Seat at the Feast. I believe that these seats were reserved seats. (laughs) Yes, because the they in this phrase is describing they, the children of God, uh, the people of God, the children of Israel. And they are also the same people that God says it's a requirement for them to be there because they are also going to host this feast. It's a mandatory attendance. But I believe that these seats are reserved seats because we don't see God inviting everybody to the feast. He definitely does not tell Pharaoh that he can come, nor does he tell Israel to bring outside folk. Dear believer, you know the purpose and the meaning of RSVP. You you see this oftentimes on invitations that you received for a celebration. You you might get a party invite. Uh, you may get a wedding invite, and you'll see down below where they put the uh, requirement for you to take action on your part by. RSVP and <laughs> reserve. Uh, a reserve basically allows the person who has already been given an evite, 
who's been given an invitation to the party, uh, the RSVP allows them to have a permanent seat. <laughs> it allows them to make sure that when they arrive, that nobody else gets an opportunity to take their seat. <laughs> another reason for RSVPing or another purpose for it, it blocks unwanted guests from attending the party. <laughs> it makes sure that th this, this process will make sure that folk who didn't get the evite should not show up at the party. <laughs> This was a crucial process. Uh, this was important uh, to do on God's part. Uh, it was important for God to reserve seats strictly for Israel at this feast. He does not tell Pharaoh and his family or Pharaoh and his courts to come to the feast. He says only Israel. And this is something that I want to make clear to you, dear listener, because when we read the word of God and we interpret some spiritual meanings such as this, we need to apply it to our lives even in 2020. If God made it so important to make sure that his feast of a celebration to him was not going to be disturbed by outside or unwanted guests, how important is it for you and I today to make sure that our personal lives, <laughs> that our uh, professional lives, that, that our family lives, that our social lives are not being uh, disturbed by unwanted guests? <laughs> I believe that this is one of the many reasons for us today as to why we find ourselves depressed, why we find ourselves getting insomnia, why, why we find ourselves frustrated because we have allowed unwanted and uninvited persons to come into our lives and take part in our lives, but it messes up a entire life purpose and celebration. <laughs> We've got to learn to be protective more over the spaces of our lives. We we need to do some spiritual RSVP and we we need to not let every man and woman uh, be a loved one in our lives. We 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 got to know that when God gives us the opportunity to go out and seek a soulmate, we ought not just grab anybody and somebody. <laughs> we ought to grab the person that God has already already told us this is who I have reserved for your love life. <laughs> when we're seeking jobs, we 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 need to be careful, dear listener, uh, not to go and just uh, grab any job uh, just because the hourly rate is high and and just because it's a lot of friends there we know. We we need to be strategic and pray and ask God, where have you reserved a spot for me at this company? Where have you reserved a position for me at this company. We we need to look for the RSVPs in our lives today. Oh yes, Pharaoh is becoming furious in verse number two. Pharaoh uh, says in verse number two, I do not know the Lord. 
I will not obey his voice and I will not let Israel go. You got to put your mind in the text and you got to see that Pharaoh is hearing that Israel is being invited to go and celebrate another God. <laughs> Pharaoh doesn't like this, y'all. He's he's mad. He's upset. He's becoming furious. He's saying, if I let him go, they're not going to come back. And if I let him go to participate in worshiping another God besides me, <laughs> I won't become the God of the land anymore. I, I'll be exposed and, and I'll lose my lordship of the land. I can't let this happen. Lastly, Pharaoh is looking at the fact that if he allows the children of Israel to leave the land, they're not going to come back. He, he's upset at the idea and the hearing of this feast. He doesn't want uh, Israel to learn how to go and worship a God of their own lives and diminish him as the Lord of the land. He, he wants to be the God of their lives, but God declared, I'm not going to allow that to happen I'm not going to allow Israel, my children, to go through affliction and oppression any longer. Uh, Pharaoh knows here that God is going to take these people who were slaves and he's going to take them out of Egypt's land to a place where they're not going to come back anymore. <laughs> In fact, listen to go ahead and make note of that, that a feast is a celebration party where there are reserved seats. But a feast is a celebration where the people would sit down at the table. They would sit there and they would begin to open the feast with greeting one another. Yeah, they, they will begin to uh, talk to one another in their own native language. And as they begin to talk and greet one another in their own language. Yes, sir, they, they would begin to also sing some songs that were played from the days of their forefathers. Yes, sir, they, they will also learn that uh, these songs uh, were songs that would greet people along the traveling road. Yeah, the these songs would encourage one another to sing a little loud. These songs here, it would let them talk and dance at the same time. But uh, one thing that I learned about a feast, uh, a feast is one party where I would be sitting to the left 
or sit there to the right of my neighbor. And my my neighbor would start talking about how the Lord delivered us from the Egyptian land. <laughs> yes, as I close here, I want to tell y'all that the feast is not just for the days of Israel of old. Rather, this feast was a picture of what God would do for you and for me. God is trying to let us have one day where we can sit down and begin y'all to tell somebody about the goodness of the Lord. That's right, dear listener. It is the people of God, God's children, that will have a reserved seat at the feast. Now, maybe you have listened to this episode and you're struggling somewhat with that confirmation. You don't know for sure if you are a child of God. I hope that you have the courage to ask God for forgiveness for any wrongdoing that you've done in your life. And in fact, let me go ahead and say a prayer with you right now. Right where you are, just pause. And we're going to ask God just to give you confirmation that he is the Lord of your life. Pray with me. God, come into my life right now. You've always been visible in my life. But sometimes I just feel like we're not close together. So I ask God to forgive me for all of my wrongdoing. Forgive me for doubting you. Forgive me for pulling away from you. Lord, I pray right now as you cleanse my heart and my mind. That you will also give me the assurance and the emotional feeling of knowing that I am your child. Thank you so much for delivering me so many times out of trouble, out of hurt, out of harm, and out of danger. And I ask now for your forgiveness and for your assurance. Thank you, God, for hearing the words that are coming out of my mouth. And thank you for never closing an ear to my voice. I pray this prayer accept your son whose name is Jesus as the Lord of my life. Declare me now God as your child. Thank you so much Lord. I pray this prayer now in the name of Jesus. If you have prayed that prayer or if you're deciding to pray that prayer later on once you pray that prayer you will be given assurance from God that you are his child. And if you've said that prayer with me, you are officially God's child. Remember, the chosen people of God are chosen not based upon a skin color or a culture. 
God's chosen people are all of God's children who have accepted his son as their Lord and Savior. Let me also remind you that you can follow me on social media, on Twitter at Podcaster Price, on Instagram, Price Podcasts. You can also see some of the behind the scenes look at how I set up audio gear for the recording of this podcast. That's right. You can go to YouTube now and see some tech tutorial videos behind the scene look of how I set up for a recording on YouTube. And as always, don't forget, you can stay tuned right here on Spotify. Thank you for listening.